everyone, and welcome to yet another Hub World E3 predictions. Uh, today we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite uh, video game developer, and probably the one that most of us are most excited for, and that is Nintendo. I am your host, Matteo, from the Hub World, and today I'm joined by Gino, Jules, and Riley. So we got another another uh, E3 predictions. And like I said, we're doing Nintendos. And just for a reminder for everyone, I'm sure it's going to be on the screen here, but the Nintendo Direct for E3 this year is going to be on June Tuesday, June 15th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, so once again, like look forward to us. I think we're going to we're going to be doing uh, live reactions for a lot of the E3 shows, and we're going to be breaking down everything that happens, and then we're going to also probably have. Some something happening at the end of E3. We're gonna do like a recap of some sort. Stay tuned to the channel. We're gonna be posting very frequently. It's gonna be something very different from us. But uh, anyways, we're gonna start with some Nintendo rumors first because I feel like these should be addressed right away. Probably what's like the hottest piece of news or the hottest rumor in the entire games industry right now is the existence of an enhanced or a Pro or whatever Nintendo Switch. Even though in Nintendo's official tweet they said they were going to focus specifically on games during their direct, everyone is still adamant that, or a lot of insiders are still adamant that a Switch Pro is going to be announced because apparently third party developers really want to debut and show off their games running on this new hardware, and Nintendo's basically being forced to announce it early. So, would anyone like to uh, take this? Like, would you think the? Do you think a Switch Pro announcement is is going to happen before uh, E3 or Nintendo's Direct? Now, I am going to kick this off, and of course, this my feelings are being challenged right now by insiders, and even I'm starting to to believe that I do think an announcement is going to happen at some point this year, um, perhaps soon, maybe a little later down the line, but. I was adamant for a while that I I do believe either way, whether it's announced or not, I don't think um, this new Nintendo Switch model is going to be releasing this year. I think it will be releasing early next year. Um, and my reason for that is I'm very, very, very adamant about the fact that Nintendo early in the year said there will be no new Nintendo Switch hardware this year, um, which... I know a lot of people are like, well, they lie, well, they blah, blah, blah. They've done this in the past. But one thing about Nintendo and Japanese developers in particular is they're very careful about addressing things directly. And they usually dance around topics or like avoid to comment or word things in a way where it can be interpretive or suggestive. Um, but when asked about Nintendo Switch hardware this year, Nintendo flat out said there's no new Nintendo Switch hardware planned to be released in 2021 and to me that felt like a very direct response very strange from nintendo so i think either way it's coming 2022 which could influence um whether it gets announced soon or not uh that being said i do think it's going to launch with um breath of the wild 2 which i'll talk about a little later uh in the podcast um and i do think it's going to come probably next year um but I, I am starting to feel like maybe an announcement is imminent. Um, I just, 
and I, I've heard this as an insider kind of thing, and I don't know if it's true, but I hope it's true. I really hope it's not called Nintendo Switch Pro, and I definitely hope it's not called new Nintendo Switch Pro or new Nintendo Switch. I, I hate the trend of using Even though, yeah, but consumers are... Consumers thought Wii U was in a, like a peripheral for Wii. Like The average consumer is pretty like oblivious to what's going on, right? Um, so I, I do think that the, the, the one I've heard thrown around that I like the best is Super Switch, Super Nintendo Switch, or Nintendo Super Switch. Um, that one's definitely my favorite one. Um, I hope they call it that too. The Super branding in front of the console is... It's classic, and it's so easy to understand. Like that, like it's it's self-explanatory. This it's a better version of the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, right. Of course, I'm, so, I I wonder what the branding. They, I can see them steering away from the the term Super just because the last time they used Super was a like a next generation, um, and this mm-hmm. from the sounds of it will not be a next generation. It is going to just be like almost like the new new Nintendo 3DS to the 3DS, like, I don't even think there will be necessarily exclusive games. There will just be games that are maybe more optimized to perform. Mm-hmm. So, like, closer to something like the PS4 Pro or the Xbox Series S or X, like, in terms of, like, this is an upgrade, but everything will still be made to run on the regular Nintendo Switch. Just now there's going to be more option for, like, 4K and um, such things yeah. but i i do think it could be coming I, I i do i do hope it comes i do hope it comes next year i don't want to be forking out 500 dollars on another system after i bought both next gen systems last year and a palpatine lightsaber i honestly hope that like we see more games from nintendo like what they did with hyrule warriors and with fire emblem where you can actually choose where you want to lay your performance do you want to have the 60 frames experience or do you want to have high resolution experience and having having that choice gives the players agency okay what do they prefer to have maybe they did a little bit of data collection or something right and just like oh our players prefer doing like this with their software so we're going to make the next iteration of the switch just say focus more on uh, just say a frame rate or stable frame rate or better graphics things like that yeah and instead of maybe having to choose between a better frame rate and a higher resolution, we can have both. And like mm-hmm. that could easily just be patched into that those types of consoles yeah. while still giving the base Switch users the choice either or. Because the Switch can handle either high frame rate or six or uh high resolution. It can't just it just can't do both without like exploding, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. And hopefully and... Age of Calamity will run above twenty frames per second. Yep. Yeah. But just quickly uh the 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 main like differences I've read from a lot of insiders for what they're saying about the Switch uh, Pro or whatever you want to call it is that there's going to be a 4K enabled dock. So when your Switch is docked, it'll be able to output in 4K, and that the screen of the Switch is going to be it's going to be a bigger it's going to be the exact same size as the regular Switch from what I understand, because like the Joy Cons are going to be like they're going to have to be compatible with existing joy cons except except like the screen size will be bigger because there won't the bezels won't be on the sides won't be as big and the screen is supposed to be an oled screen so um well like the like yeah like that would be really awesome but um the thing is like 
if everyone like they're saying it's going to come out this year, the only way it could come out this year is if it gets announced very very soon, and if this thing is already in production and they've like ma- there's like manufacturing is all going on right now, and the thing is, this thing's going to be scarce whether it comes out now or it comes out early next year because of all the component shortages there are right now. So yeah, like yeah. Nintendo could thing. very well not be lying when they say it's not coming out this year. Here it is. This is what it's going to do. Here's all of our games running on the software. You're not getting this until February. They, yeah. could, they could do that and just let it build. That's what I'm hoping. Like, well, yeah. Here it yeah. is. Everything's running on it. We'll talk more about this later. Let's focus on the games. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and like, that's still I only... be lying. That still won't be lying. No, it wouldn't be like, lying. That's, that's, that's what I was saying, saying too. It's, right? it's going to be next year. Yep, and I agree, and I that's what I'm kind of thinking too. I also don't um, like I from just a, purely from a marketing standpoint. Of course, like Mateo is correct. Like the initial drop of this is going to be so minimal that it's probably going to sell out, and they don't really need something to launch it with because um, they're probably not going to be able to meet the demand anyway. But that being said, it's still always great to launch something like this with. A piece of software that really showcases its ability, and I just don't know if there's anything that matches that better than Breath of the Wild Two, um, mm-hmm. because even though it's not gonna, maybe it's not gonna look better. It might in 4K, maybe it'll look a bit better. But like the big selling point, like Gino said, is gonna be like frame rate. Like Breath of the Wild, as amazing as it is, did have some pretty noticeable frame rate issues. And imagining Breath of the Wild, even the original one, running in like a more not even not even I'm not even gonna say 60 frames because they might not do that, but just at least at a steady frame rate where there isn't any slowdown and it's it looks the way it's meant to look. Um, would already be a big selling point, and I think that would be a great way to launch it. Although, that thing's battery life is going to be... <laughs> battery technology has gotten better. I play my Switch docked, like, basically, the only, like, that's the only way I play it, so it's not, like, if, to me, it won't matter. I don't care about... Yeah. Like, I would honestly rather have a Switch in a way that's just permanently, like, it's just a home console version only. I could care less about playing in handheld mode but yeah that's just me and I, yeah and i think with the pro like it'll probably have comparable battery life to the original switch model so probably like three to five hours battery life depending on the game you're running but i think more so with the switch pro than any other version of the switch the like they're going to stress the home console aspect of it because the purpose of it is to run in 4k and it's not going to be the handheld screen that's running in 4k it's going to be the dock so like I feel like they're going to be okay with it having a less of a battery life because the purpose of the Switch Pro is really at the home console aspect, yeah. not necessarily the handheld aspect. I do want to pose a question here, though, in regards to this, because like think about what a lot of like laptop uh, technologies and all that stuff involve now. Like they have a docking station. You have you can go out and get yourself a proper graphics card, and you just have a housing unit for your graphics card, and you just plug your laptop into it when you're at your home base. So, for instance, like, the Switch has a USB Type-C. Like, if they switch that over to a Thunderbolt cable, you can hook this thing up to an external graphics card. What if that external graphics card is inside the dock? Therefore, you can maximize your ener- your battery energy, right? When you're playing, you don't have that extra graphics card in, but when you plug it into your dock, the dock provides a significant performance boost because it has the graphics card in it. That could be really cool. And that's that like would be cool. Of- yeah. 
But wouldn't the LED screen uh, in of in and of itself already um, reduce battery life? Because also, I think not only is it an LED screen, but I think the idea is the the handheld version. Because right now, the current models only run at 720p. Um, I but the I think so the small, idea, yeah, like the, thing is, the you, screen is so small, it doesn't matter. I know it like, doesn't matter, but I. Fine. I know it's fine, but I think that the idea with the Switch Pro was that the screen was actually going to output at 1080. Was that? Is that? Am I wrong? Am I? Um, I th- I'm not 100 percent sure. I think you're yeah. right, but um, so that in itself will will like you're right. Like the 4K chip might be external, but like I still think the idea is like that the handheld itself is still, even though it's not going to be the 4K, it's still probably yeah. going to be better and more take on more energy than the current models. Yeah. Right, maybe Joy-Con drift will be be um, fixed. I would not count on that. <laughs> I've experienced Joy-Con drift for the very first time in my four years of owning a Switch. Knock on wood for me, I have not. But it's funny because I was like saying to Mateo the other day, I'm like, yeah. So I've been playing my Switch. Like when I play in handheld mode, sometimes like I go on it and like I, it's almost like the down button is being held. He's like, well, Jules, that's uh. That's what's known as Joy-Con drift. I was like, ah, so this is what the fable Joy-Con drift that I've never experienced <laughs> once, despite not only having three Nintendo Switch consoles myself, but also playing on both of my sister's Nintendo Switch consoles, all of my friends' Nintendo Switch consoles, and all of the units that I used when demoing games when I worked a little bit for Nintendo as a contractor. Like, I've never experienced Joy-Con Drift till now. Because it, it was imaginary, and Nintendo, Nintendo was questioning why people were throwing away perfectly good Joy-Cons. Yeah, so... Well, not that, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying, like, I think it's not as widespread as people like to make it I seem. had two controllers. Both of them had it, eventually. I get like I hear it's like just like really just like a dust thing, but like honestly, like you're gonna be using your pro controller, like you you primarily use your pro controller anyway, so like it wasn't really a big deal. Anyway, very true. I'm gonna steer anyway, this boat I, back. We actually talked a lot about hard hardware. I, I talked way more about that, and, I, and I'm actually happy we did. So, uh, but there's other rumors that I think we should just address quickly, and it is about uh. The Mario Odyssey developers are apparently making a Donkey Kong game in because uh, this year also marks the 40th anniversary of the Donkey Kong series. I don't find I don't know whether it's concrete, whether it's a 2D or a 3D platformer, but apparently they are making a Donkey Kong game and they're bringing the like they said it's going to be starring. I think they said Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Cranky Kong, and they actually mentioned the uh, the rumor mentioned the Kremlings are coming back. So maybe by extension, that's King K. Rule as well. So regardless, I would prefer, honestly, I, would, I really want a 3D like Donkey Kong game. I want them to try Donkey Kong in 3D space again. Donkey Kong 64 is a mixed bag to me, even though I still, like, I, I, I generally enjoy that game. But, like, it's the type of game where it's really frustrating to beat. Listen to our, uh, our N64... Uh, Essentials discussion, we talk about Donkey Kong 64 a bit. But, like, you know, more 3D platformers, the better. We need more 3D platformers. And Donkey Kong, it would work perfectly. I don't want Donkey Kong to be a 3D platformer at all. I Like, I love DK64, don't get me wrong. I really, really do. 
Um, I think I like it more so than most people because I know it's a little bit of a there's it's a bit divisive among 3D platformer fans. But I don't want it to return to a 3D scape because I don't know how Donkey Kong can really work in a 3D scape without the gimmick of like multiple characters. And I really don't believe there's going to be multiple characters if the Mario Odyssey team develops it. I feel like one of the sacrifices we're going to get if it's a 3D game is it's just going to be a Donkey Kong story, which is fine. I just... I, I It's hard for me to envision Donkey Kong on a 3D landscape right now. Um, and I part of me is just like, I just how are they going to incorporate the difficulty? How are they going to incorporate the different Kongs? Like, I just can't imagine it. And yeah. it's not that I want it, but it just I feel safer knowing that it's on a two D, two D landscape. Yeah, and the thing is, I also forgot to mention is that the rumor also said they are not going to be using the Donkey Kong Country uh, title. It's they're it's not because apparently they, they I think it said Nintendo doesn't want to make sequels for games that they specifically like didn't make. Because like retro and rare made the Donkey Kong Country games. I don't know, like, but honestly, like, I enjoyed the crap out of all the Donkey Kong Country series games. I feel like we have so many 2D platformers. The 3D platformer genre was just so it was abandoned, popular, and it yeah, and it it was abandoned. It had a it's having a little bit of a resurgence, like with you know Ukulele and Mario Odyssey. I just they need to pass the torch to another. Another franchise to get that going, and I actually I have a prediction or or a hope or something for a series I think would work really well that I, I'm going to talk about later on. But I just thought, yeah, for sure, like once again, like with the Switch Pro, the Donkey Kong rumors are very very rampant right now. So I thought it was mm-hmm. just worth talking about that. Release the Switch Pro with a with like that neon <laughs> like. The neon green see-through stuff, like they did with with the N sixty four and the expansion pack. Oh yeah, I'm down. Oh, and lastly, about Donkey Kong, the rumor also said it's coming out this year. But I think now we should talk about actual predictions that we have. There are a couple more. Yeah, there were there, that we wanted there was a few to more touch. Rumors. Well, there was the one more, but I thought that. Oh, okay. Well, there were two more. It, there was a two D Metroid apparently developed by Mercury Steam, but and apparently it's done. And that's all we know. Like that's literally the extent of what the rumor said. These were all part of the same the same leak. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one though that you? Because I, I only the I was one. Prepared, but, was no. there not? And maybe because I didn't look into the leak beyond Donkey Kong because I didn't actually want to see it. Um, but I did catch a few things. But I could have sworn that there was also a mention of a a Super Mario Party two in that leak. Yes. Yeah, and now that's the thing. Like, I guess the reason why they Nintendo dropped the like on like the random out of the blue online update for Super Mario Party is I feel like a way for them to test the online service that they would probably include in a sequel to Super Mario Party, and that came out before all these rumors came out. That that update, random update, yeah. And, and when that happened, people started to real like that. A lot of people weren't sold by that, but I honestly believe that. The online update only got added because of ND Cube was working on Super Mario Party 2. And see, I was the opposite, like very adamantly. And you guys know this. I like, I was sure that them adding online to 
the original Super Mario Party two years after was a very clear, like, there's no new Mario Party in development. Because in my opinion, it's like, well, why would you add a core feature that you could market for a sequel into the the first game? Like, like one of the, like, Super Mario Party is the best-selling game in the series, and it still sells. And so, by nature, releasing a sequel is going to be, you have to now convince people to buy another Mario Party. And how do you do that? You do it by differentiating it with a big core feature. And, like, what is a better feature than saying, hey, full online support? And it's just, to me, it made no sense that they would just add that randomly two years later for free to a game that didn't need it um, at that time if they were planning to release a new one. But you might be right. Maybe they're testing things. Um, I think they. I think the reason why is just because, like, they know how important online, especially during the pandemic, right? Like, no one could yeah. play multiplayer games locally unless you lived in the same household, right? I I genuinely think the reason that they that they added it, regardless of whether there's a Super Mario Party two and works or not, the reason they added it is exactly what you said. It was the pandemic. They decided, you know, Mario Party is such an important way for people to bond the last year and a half people have not been able to play it and bond over it so they were probably just like let's add it like i don't think it was that hard to do so they were probably just like as just like a nice gesture to their to their fans like nintendo does things like that sometimes i feel like they would have done it sooner though because like the pandemic's been a year and a few months true but we also think about it like we didn't think it was gonna last like this even like a year ago. Like it was treated very differently, especially because like even a year ago, like we were in lockdown for a little bit, but then you were able to see some friends and like things have shifted. It depends where you were in the world. But I think now Nintendo, like a year later is also looking at it like, well, you know, like this is going to be the reality for, for quite a while. Let's just add it now. Or maybe they were like working on it. Um, like, who knows, right? I, I do think it was a pandemic response, though. I don't think it was indicative of anything to come. Regardless, though, like, I think because they added it, there's no, like, if Super Mario Party 2 exists, like, they know the multiplayer in that game, the online multiplayer needs to be really good. So, like, why not just test it out in Super Mario Party, iron out the kinks? Because, like, Nintendo's online has a very bad reputation. And you need it to in Mario Party, especially in the mini games, like where you need to have, like everyone needs to be on the same playing field. Like they, there's no heart. Like you can't have any room for for error, latency, or anything like that. So the fact that they tested it out, I think, is was is really smart. Yeah. Now, if only so, they add better yeah. boards. Yeah, they need more boards. That's the biggest thing. Like more honestly, boards, like, bigger I don't boards. That. More board. Honestly, yeah, that's all I care about is bigger. Like, if they had only four boards again, but they were at least regular size, that's fine, because realistically, even in the other Mario parties, when we play them, we only play on the same, like, three boards. So I'm not but really... I like the illusion of... of uh... That's the illusion of choice. <laughs> I'm just saying I would rather yeah. quality over quantity, because if they gave us seven, eight, if they gave us 50 boards and all of them were the same size as the Super Mario Party ones, that's not good enough for me. I'd rather have three or four big boards than have that crap. 
because it's just I don't want to be able to go around the board in one turn. I don't want somebody with who has four allies and can roll like thirty to go around the board three times and get three stars in one turn. That's just come on, especially when stars are that cheap. Got to yep. make the economy back to what it was, and you got to restore the board size. Size matters in in Mario Party, okay? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Great but line. Maybe we anyway, should um, talk Metroid general really predictions quick. Now, well, we shouldn't. Are we not going to no, touch I, on Metroid? Like what we no, think that, that Metroid game could be? Oh, what well, we could. What do we think it could be? Yeah, but like, yeah. So, like, so yeah. just a reminder. Like what I said was the the leak only said. 2D Metroid by Mercury Steam. It's done. It literally just has to be announced and released. So the the possibilities I see this 2D Metroid game being, if it's real, is that it's either going to be a remake in the same vein of like uh, Samus Returns, where it's like a remake, but it also adds new stuff to it of Metroid Fusion, or... They're finally gonna make Metroid. Like they'll trust them to make Metroid Five. Well, but I have give me Metroid Five. Any chance? Do not see any chance of them remaking Super Metroid. That game does Metroid not need to be remade. Five. Metroid right? Five. Metroid yep. Five. It's Metroid been way too five. long since they progressed the story of uh, in in Metroid. Like period. The Game Boy Advance. Enough's enough. We, well, no, because you technically had Other M. And you technically... And no, had, Other M was a prequel. And, and, Federation Force was still, a prequel. It was still, but, it was st- but those games were still new additions to the, the Metroid like, timeline, right? But they were not substantial. They weren't like really meaningful. No one cared about them. Hey, Other but, M was meaningful. Hey, remember me? So you dare talk uh, crap about Other M. Remember me? <laughs> I like Other M, honestly. Very I do uh, too. I love the story, but the gameplay is is yeah. The asymmetric two D stuff I thought was really cool. Like it's two D, but not. I'm feeling very Metroidy, especially because uh, Riley and I are planning in the summer. I'm gonna watch him play through the Metroid Primes. Maybe I'll even convince him to other M. Right, Riley. I thought we were gonna do all the Metroid games, starting with Zero Mission. Oh, we can do that. Metroid. Because I, I find original Metroid hard to go back to. Yeah, don't. But I mean, how am I going to watch you play Metroid 2? I'm not going to sit beside you as you play 3DS. Hey, maybe uh, maybe this 2D Metroid game is actually just a port of uh, <laughs> Samus Returns on hey, Switch. I think I have that too. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should be saying this since it's contraband now, but I think I might actually have a, a USB still of uh, AM2R. I do too. <laughs> Oh, well, Nintendo okay. Ninjas are going to come and shut us down now. Well, Everyone listen to that music while you still um, can. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, so enough with the rumor yeah. talk. I want to know what you guys have cooking in your brains right now about what you think is going to be in the direct and what you want there to be in the direct. So okay. uh, I will start. Would like to start. Okay, good. I don't have a lot, but... I don't want to start. No, somebody else go. I haven't. Th- I haven't. <laughs> I haven't thought this through enough. <laughs> All right. I. Uh... Gino, do you want to go or do you want uh, me to go? You can start, Mateo. Okay, I will break the ice then. Uh, this is a an easy one. Um, I feel like it's about time. Monolith Soft has been staffing up for a very long time, 
And they haven't, like, Torna came out, what, 2018? And, but that wasn't the full team working on Torna. So, that was definitive edition, though. Oh, definitive. Yeah, but a definitive edition also is same, like same kind of thing. I I got the same vibes from that as I did with Torna, where like it didn't seem like it was like a big, like the because we know they have multiple teams. It wasn't yeah. brand. They probably it was sure. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it was. Brand, I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't have confidence in saying whether it'll be a new Xenoblade game or not. It'll probably be a new Xenoblade game, but uh, I still like. I think for sure we'll probably see. I feel very confident that we'll see something from Monolith Soft. It's about time, I'd say. I said this in our last prediction, but I do think it's going to happen. Um, and I've said it from the beginning. I, again, we'll talk about Breath of the Wild two at some point, but I do think Breath of the Wild two is next year. But I do think there needs to be a steady build. Like I do think the like the Mario anniversary the the anniversary period was the fiscal year not necessarily the year so it's like March to March I think the same thing with Zelda like they're treating like like the fiscal year so I think it's going to go to March 2022 when when hopefully it culminates in Breath of the Wild two but I do think there has to be something in the fall right for Mario we got three things we got a collection we got a remaster of 3D World like remake right or port blah 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 enhanced port i do think that there is a zelda collection in the fall i said this last time we did predictions i don't necessarily think like i don't think it's going to necessarily be in the vein of mario all-stars i don't necessarily think it's going to be um all the 3d zelda games although that would be nice i do i am more leaning toward the idea that it's going to be wind waker and twilight bundled together as one package um and I don't know what they'd call it. Um, but I think it's just going to be those two games. I don't actually think it's going to include Ogrina and Majora. And in fact, I'm willing to bet that if it were to include more than Wind Waker and Twilight, it's, and I said this last time too, it will only be Ocarina, Wind Waker, Twilight. It will not have Majora's Mask. And that's only because I think, just like with Mario All-Stars, they chose to leave out Super Mario Galaxy, and I think the reason they did that is so that... Galaxy um, 2. Sorry, Super Mario Galaxy 2, and I think that the reason they chose to do that was, one, because it was a direct sequel, so then when you look at the collection itself, if it had Super Mario Galaxy 2, there was a dispro- it was disproportionately Super Mario Galaxy and disproportionately Wii representation, whereas having one from each generation, one from each style, allowed it to to feel more like these are three pillars. And I think same thing with if they were to include an N64 game on there, then you can count Twilight as the Wii representation. Um, Wind Waker's the GameCube one, and then there's a an N64 one on there as well to be that three-pillar thing. It's not disproportionately N64 or disproportionately Hero of Time, as well as story-wise it makes more sense to have Ocarina and then Wind Waker and Twilight since those are alternate sequels to the events of Ocarina of Time in terms of timeline. And they all also all focus on the story of Hyrule, the Triforce, and the the trio, whereas Majora's Mask is, of course, outside of that. So it would feel out of place within the having a collection like that. Although I do still think it's going to just be Twilight and Wind Waker together and 
that something else is going to happen with Ocarina and Majora, which I will share in another prediction. Yeah. But maybe I won't say right now. Unless one of us can guess what you're going to say, right? I feel like I might have a, a shot at that, to be honest with you. But just quickly about Breath of the Wild, it's going to, like, they're going to have at least, like, a trait. Like, remember the original Breath of the Wild trailer when they showed it E3 2016? I want to say it was like, that trailer was incredible. We saw, they showed, ex- like, ex- exactly what we wanted to see with that game. You know, it was like a three minute trailer, or whatever. I feel like we're going to get something like that in the direct, and then they'll expand on it a little bit in the treehouse following the direct. But I agree with, and I agree with you, Jules. I don't think that game makes it this year. There's no way. Yeah, they're they're not going to make the same mistake as they did with Breath of the Wild. They're gonna they're gonna just bide their time with it, especially if like there is a pro. Because apparently, like COVID, the pandemic really hit Breath of the Wild too hard, particularly like it hit everyone hard, all these games hard. But but anyways, but in regards to a Zelda collection, I agree. Like I think 100%, there'll be Wind Waker and Twilight there. And if Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask are in that collection, I don't even think it'll be the 3DS version. It's just going to be in the N64 version in yeah. there. And if Ocarina of Time's in, it'll they'll. I think Master Quest would probably be there also, but that's it. Yeah. Or they just do a collection of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And if Nintendo's generous, maybe you launch a Nintendo 64. Nintendo Switch Online That's what I was service, and then you add when uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask to that on the anniversary day or whatever, just like how they put Super Mario All Stars in the SNES Online as like the Mario anniversary uh, like promotional thing. So can I talk about this? Actually, I had this idea the other day um, about what they might do with N64 Classic. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, this so, was a prediction of mine. That this on, like this is actually yeah. good, because like, I wanted to talk about this, too. though. This is a good segue. One thing I've never understood is people have been complaining and complaining and complaining about Virtual Console, why would Nintendo get rid of it, blah, blah, blah. Like, this new service sucks, blah, blah, blah. But I was, like, thinking about it, because I just happened the other day, I turned on my Switch Lite, I was like, I'm going to play some games on my Switch Lite, and I went onto the SNES application, I hadn't turned it on on my Switch Lite, so I got to, like, like flip all the new games. And I was, like, looking at the library, I'm like, damn, there's a lot of games on here. And then I was thinking about it, I was like, why are people so upset that they can no longer pay $8 per game and instead have this service where they're getting games all the time. And they want the ability to pay for games. So I thought about it. I was like, you know what would be an interesting thing as we move into N64 and maybe even potentially GameCube or Game Boy Advance is what if Nintendo starts as we move into these catalogs that have a much bigger catalog of games um, and there are some games that might um, be worth more than giving away for free. What if there's a mix of like the Nintendo Online gets you like the application, right? Of like Nintendo 64 Classic, for example, but anybody can actually download it. And some games are offered as premium games. So, for example, if they were to have Nintendo 64 Classic as an application, some like, let's say there's like five or ten games in there that are free and they do say like we will add some more free ones but then there's also some that are just offered as premium like these ones will never be added for free but you can buy them to add them to the application 
One of those being the HD version of Super Mario 64 that was in Super Mario All-Stars. And that's accessible through that application. And you pay like a premium to add it to the collection. So it would be like a mix of what they're doing now with the like online services as well as virtual consoles. So it's almost like you purchase things within the application traditionally like virtual consoles and then that would allow for things like if they ever do game boy where pokemon company probably isn't going to be very happy with them just giving away pokemon games for free but they can make something like pokemon yellow blue and stuff premium games within those those services um so i was thinking about that like that could be an interesting way to approach having like an n64 or a gamecube that could definitely um, get the more classic collection Uh, pardon my ignorance on the subject but um, that well, the um, what they replaced Virtual Console with? What is it? Nintendo, the N- Nintendo Online service, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, that it's it sort of functions like Game Pass, right? Yeah, like, like games get games cycle in and out. They only add; they never okay. they never subtract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then the, I was I was gonna say that that's probably if that were the case, I would understand why people would rather just buy games outright. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't cycle in and out, and in fact, they even add. Like, I know maybe you wouldn't be interested in this, but they add special versions of some games. So, for example, they add, like, a special version of Mario Kart where everything's already unlocked, so you don't have to go through all that. Oh. Or, like, <laughs> a special version of, like, um, Super Metroid where you have, like, unlimited shit so that you don't actually have to do any work to beat the game. Like, they have a That's, lot of that, that kind of terrible, stuff. But Like, easy... I mean, like, it's... For some people, it's understandable. For, like, they have them for Zelda, and Zelda just makes the game, like, it's, it's like a challenge mode. I don't know. Like I found. I think no, no. Zelda, it, Zelda's the second like, quest. Yeah, so it's like already unlocked at the second quest. Yeah, that's that's honestly that's I think that that one's really cool. But yeah, so um, there are some cool things I that think they with do. Virtu- like virtual console, like a, a, the, I think the main like one of the main gripes people have with the fact that virtual console's gone and that they're not happy with this replacement is because you didn't just have Nintendo consoles or nintendo represented in virtual console you had you know there was sega uh, genesis there was turbo graphics 16 like you had other platforms of games on there and those aren't available in the service because now like everyone wants to sell their own game it's completely understandable like why go through nintendo when you can you can, you just can put it on re-release Steam. like the sonic sonic the hedgehog on just as a regular game, like just do that, do it that way, right? Instead of having to go through the service. And the other thing is, Nintendo used to be releasing games monthly on uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Now it's like whenever the heck they want, they'll drop like four games. And really, the games that they've been releasing lately haven't really been great. headliners, right? I think yeah. the last major game they added was like Donkey Kong Country Three. Yeah. So. And that was like yeah. months ago. So, and I I understand the gripe of like not liking the structure and not liking that games aren't added recently. Like, but like I was thinking about like okay, we in Canada pay twenty five dollars for Nintendo Switch Online a year. Okay, so that's like if I bought two virtual console games on Wii around there, two SNES um, games, three maybe. I- I think SNES games were 800 points. So, like, that was... They were 8 bucks. bucks. So, yeah, whatever. So, 3. But I'm saying, like, it's not really that steep of, a like, a pay to get access to all these games. And then you also get the online. And I know that they... On top of that. 
and you get the online, and you get yeah, other deals. Pac-Man like, 99, Tetris 99. Yeah. It's and and remember, we're not even paying that price because we're getting the family membership, right? We're all part. Yeah, of the we same pay like whatever membership. three bucks. Or three it's years. so cheap. And but, um, this is the thing too: is Nintendo is fully aware that people do that. In fact, they advertise for people to do that. Like I've, I've never encountered. Like they are fully aware that people do that. Like they they're not trying. What I've noticed with Nintendo Switch Online is they are really not trying to charge too much for it. They obviously are acknowledging we need a bit of funds to be able to keep this service going. Um, but clearly, like if it was only about money, they would have shut that down day one. That ten people or eight people can share the same thing, and everybody's paying like three bucks a year. Like that's nothing. Did you guys want to quickly talk about? Uh, we talked about Zelda. We talked about Metroid. Uh, Pokemon. Just quickly, we got release dates for uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes and for Pokemon Legends Arceus. Diamond and Pearl's coming out in November, and Legends is coming sooner, a lot sooner than I think anyone could have thought. I think in like January 28th or something next year. Uh, but what other. Like, I think we'll obviously get trailers, like new trailers for these games. Maybe some gameplay? Uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah, because like. Pokemon content normally doesn't appear in Nintendo Directs, except for the E3 Directs. Yeah. Because like, the same Sword time, and Shield and, and Sun and Moon and stuff, those were in the E3 Directs. So my but, personal uh, opinion on both of these is Pokemon Company typically wants to show off stuff themselves, typically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like they wouldn't put this stuff in a Nintendo Direct. Plus, we got the announcement of the dates a couple weeks ago, and it feels like that's an odd time to drop the dates if they were planning to show off trailers at E3, because then they could have just announced the dates at E3. Um, the other thing is, it's the games that are here, which is the reason that I don't think they'll show them at E3, because what do they got to show about Diamond and Pearl at E3? Like, really, if these are faithful remakes, there's probably not many surprises. And if there are, I doubt they're substantial enough to need to show them at E3. They'll probably just do it in their own kind of announcement ways. And then, if I'm being honest, they are stupid if they show Legend Arceus, if Nintendo's focusing on Breath of the Wild 2 this year, because that game will look worse than Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild 2 will overshadow it and make that game look bad and people are already worried about it not being um like people are already worried that's gonna be rushed because it's coming out way earlier than anybody anticipated like yeah. way earlier than anybody anticipated and when we last saw it it looked like it was very early in development i think the pokemon company would make a mistake if they show that game side by side when breath of the wild un- or breath of the wild 2 potentially like gameplay gets unveiled because i really think like seeing those side by side is really going to show people like, uh, like one of these games is clearly more polished than the other. And if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet Pokemon company's game isn't polished. Like that could be one of the games that like the, apparently like the third parties or, or whoever Nintendo's partners are saying, please show this hardware off because our game is going to run way better. We want to show our game running on this hardware than on the pre like the existing Nintendo switch. So, yeah. the current Nintendo Switch. So, I think that would really benefit... Like, that that game for sure would really benefit on new hardware. But, um, yeah, Pokemon, like... 
That's the thing. Like I, I don't even, and like I wouldn't even think they would show something like a new Pokemon spinoff or whatever in Nintendo Direct. Like that would be something no, Pokemon Company does on their own time. You think, right, on you their think own Pokemon Snap would get any DLC? I don't personally. I would like. Yeah. And yeah, and if it did, I still think it wouldn't be shown off by Nintendo. It would be shown off by Pokemon Company. Because we're still in the twenty yeah. fifth twenty fifth anniversary of Pokemon, right? So, I I just mm-hmm. remembered that I should have said something earlier back when we were talking about Zelda and all that stuff. We had Link's Awakening. It's been yeah. a while. What if they did the Oracles in the new Link's Awakening graphics? I know we talked about this in the in a previous like predictions episode for the when the Nintendo Direct came out like a few months ago. Link in the description right here. But that would be cool. Yeah. I still think that that's such a I agree. I, if they don't do that. I want it. Don't get me wrong. I want it. I don't think it's happening this year anymore because I think with the reveal of Skyward Sword HD, I can't imagine them pounding out Skyward Sword HD, Oracle's remakes, Wind Wake, like a collection and Breath of the Wild, two all in one year. Plus, um, I can't remember the name of the developer. Grezzo. The name escapes me. Grezzo. Grezzo. Um, Grezzo this year started work on like a new game. Mm-hmm. So I do I I think that game could be linked like Oracle's remakes, so I don't think it would be coming this year. Yeah. Um do we know who's remaking Skyward Sword HD? Um I'm not I'm not sure actually. Here, I, I'm going to I'll try finding it. I'll try finding it. Um uh, yeah. It's oh, it's a Nintendo EPD. Yeah, that's the team that did Twilight Princess HD, and so I, yeah, I just don't think, I don't know, I just, I just personally don't think Oracles is likely, but I would love it, Gino. It would be really cool. I would love it. Love it. That's that's like one of my most wanted games at this. Gino, point. Mm-hmm. that line you just said right now, that quote by uh, Kirby from Sonic for Hire is actually a good transition to. A uh, game that I really want, and the game that I kind of teased about earlier. I think we are going to be getting a new Kirby game announced. Apparently, there's like multiple. Uh, I think in, uh, Hal Laboratories did say they have multiple Kirby projects in development currently, and I really, really hope. And the the one that I really want announced would be some sort of like 3D platformer Kirby game. I think it would just it. It, that would be, work so well. I'm kind of sick of the 2D Kirby formula for now. I've gotten stale. Yeah, like Planet Robobot was great. Triple Deluxe was great. Star Allies was good, but I feel like the fatigue kicked in with Star Allies. Like we had a great time playing it, but like, uh, oh. I feel like now is like now is a really good time just to like take Kirby in a new direction, right? And and like I, I kind of hope they bring the mechanic of like from Kirby, uh, Kirby sixty four Crystal Shards, where like you could fuse copy abilities together and stuff like that. Oh. I find like like that would be awesome in a three D space because they've never done that with Kirby, where they haven't had Kirby in a, a in a three D platformer setting before. I feel like they could really shock us and give us something that we never knew we wanted, and I. I I find like that would be that would be the shot in the arm that Kirby needs. Or they could do Kirby Air Ride too, you know. How epic would that be? I don't know if they I don't know if they do that without Sakurai. To be honest with you, we know Sakurai is busy on uh, something we'll talk about later, obviously. But uh, 
Maybe that's his next project, hopefully. <laughs> that being said, do you think there's going to be any DLC announcements for anything? Yes. That's the short answer. Yes. <laughs> I think the easy one is Animal Crossing. I was going to say that too. I thought that was going to be unexpected. I thought nobody would have that. But like, I don't think it's going to be paid DLC for Animal Crossing. I think it's just going to be probably something like a substantial update that they're going to try to get paid. lapsed players to get back in. I think it's going to it be, be paid. It could be paid, but I think regardless, regardless of what it is, it's gonna. It. I feel like it has to be something major that would get people to go back to the game. Yeah, I can see like an Octo expansion level like expansion that like pulls people back in, like something just like, comp- like big. Something just like we don't. I can't even predict what it would be, but something something big. You think they'll do the Zelda Nintendo items? They need Nintendo items, period. Like, all Nintendo items. It's a, it's a joke that they're not all in the game yet. I just don't think that's big enough. I think, like, I'm what I'm thinking is something more along the lines of, like, I don't know, like a second island. Like, something, like, big that's just, like, a big gameplay feature. Or, like, like I, I really I wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, I don't know. But something that, like, adds a new layer of, like, creation. Like, something that everybody would feel the need to go back and do. Um, like maybe even like bringing back like the city from from city folk and like you can take the plane to the city and you can customize your city and like choose which shops you want there and like like I don't know like something that's like an expansion not not just they're adding something like something that's like a legitimate like expansion but yeah I think I think a second island would probably be like my like number one thing cuz like you always never have enough space in that town to do anything or they let you have red have a permanent shop where he's not just randomly like assigned a dice roll to like show up or expand yeah. the, the nook store mass crafting you have the ability to craft stuff and don't go through the animation to to craft like it's it's a lot of quality of life stuff still needs to improve in Animal Crossing for me to, to go back to it. I don't think there's a possibility that this game won't be shown in the direct. And I also think like they'll probably show off the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity DLC. Like we'll see, that, see that there. Too. Probably with a shadow drop. What if they do like a tie in DLC to the new game? I definitely think that the the fall one might be the tie in. Because it sounds like the first one is all it is is challenges and like one new character. Whereas the fall one is new story. So I can see the fall one definitely being a tie-in. But they could show that off too. Like they could just show off all of it. Mm-hmm. And and have like the oh, if you buy the, the, the DLC expansion pass thing, you get something. They already do that. You get the, the costume. Mm-hmm. Well, the one update I want to talk about, I thought somebody would bring it up and I would be responding, but I'm just gonna bring it up anyway. And I thought it'd be a nice fact for everybody to know. Um we've discussed on our podcast a couple of episodes ago. Um, during the Mario Sports, we talked about how we expect Mario Golf to have consistent updates the way Mario Tennis did. And maybe that's something they'll they'll announce at E3. If it doesn't get announced at E3, I'm going to get a little nervous because I did some research. And with both of the past Mario Tennis games that had like extended content, Mario Tennis Aces and Mario Tennis Open, as well as with Mario Golf, World Tour, which had DLC, all of those games had their additional content announced before the game released. And in fact, in Mario Tennis Ace's case, it was announced months before release. 
So yeah. I'm getting nervous about Mario Golf right now because they haven't announced anything like that. And we're getting close to the release. So I'm really feeling like if it's not shown at E3, there's a good chance that maybe we're wrong. Maybe they're not going to keep it going. Maybe well, it'll be paid DLC. Well, this is the thing. I'm sure they're going to mention Mario Golf in the direct. They're gonna, it's, there's going to be like, hey, reminder, Mario Golf comes out, whatever it is, how many days after E3. Like, it's very close. And today, actually, there was a dump of news, like an info dump for Mario Golf. And I remember listening, I forgot where it was, but basically a bunch of outlets got the chance to, like, they Nintendo previewed the game to them and they were asked questions. And one of the questions that people were asking was like, we see a lot of empty spots on this character roster. Is there going to be a steady flow of characters released similar to Mario Tennis? But Nintendo said, we have nothing to announce at this time. Yeah, that's Nintendo's. We definitely have announcements. We're just not going to comment. Yeah, yeah. so I I wouldn't worry too much about that. There's definitely going to be more characters, but if you have to pay for them, well, look at it this way. You got all that char- those characters for free Mario Tennis Aces, right? Fair enough. I, uh, I actually want to talk about another prediction that I have. This is probably the last major one I have before I get into like like dream games that I think probably don't have a chance in, in heck of sh- showing up period but do we think nintendo is going to announce the next mario kart game because i think it could be time there's no way it's coming out this year i would be willing if nintendo's entire conference was then opened with mario kart 9 and showed 40 minutes of mario kart 9 gameplay and nothing else i would come away from that completely satisfied that's all i want i think it's a dream at this point it's never happening like I, I've lost all faith in Mario Kart as a series, but it's also like what I want most. It, if it doesn't happen here, it's honestly it's going to happen when we least expect it, right? It, it could be. A, it could also be a great game to launch with the Switch Pro to like yeah. advertise like 4K Mario Kart. They sure like they don't need to make another Mario Kart game for a while right now because Eight Deluxe is is still selling at an insane rate, right? It's. I just find like. I wanted a reason to go back to playing Mario Kart, but, like, I love Mario Kart 8, but, like, I've been playing that game since the Wii U. So, it's the type of thing where, like, I really want a new Mario Kart. I don't want to just keep playing this this Mario Kart, but I would really want them to really go into the, the like we said in our, our direct predictions and our uh, Mario Kart episode, our actual Mario Kart episode that we did, The the fact that, like, Go really push into the fact that you add a Nintendo characters to this game and and just go crazy with that. I think that would be an amazing step forward or next step for the franchise. Oh, we haven't even talked about Splatoon three. Oh god, I just realized now. I, I there's yeah, no there's no way that game? game's not going to be there. I think it no won't way. be. I, I think, think it, it will. Be. I think it will because I think that game's going to be coming out in the next summer. Show a little bit, show a trailer, maybe have it in the treehouse. Maybe they announce they're going to do a test fire, like, later in a few months, like, not right away. Like, have, like, a, the beta or whatever. I think that'd be great if they did that. I really want to see more of that game. I was caught completely off guard. Yeah, Riley and I watched that Nintendo Direct. We watched the Direct, and I screamed when Splatoon 3 was shown, and he thought I was a, an idiot. Yeah, was... I won't deny that one. Yeah. But Riley, they gotta have the playtest for Splatoon 3 to rival the Halo Infinite beta. 
the <laughs> fact that you even say that concerns me. I'm actually a little disgusted. <laughs> Listen, Riley, the time of Halo is gone. Platoon 3 is the most anticipated shooter yep. of all time. I really hope they dive more into that, like, the Salmonid stuff. Like, the, the Salmonid, like, PvE mode with your friends. I thought that was a lot of fun. And we played a great. lot of that when it first came out. Just like, I don't know, like, just PvE, like, PvP rewards from that. Like, okay, that's cool and all, but, like, there should have been something. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. there should have been something else. Like, it should have had its own, like, upgrade trees and stuff. Kind of like how, like, horde mode kind of games work, right? Like, play Salmon Run, get yeah. Salmon Run rewards. Did you guys want to talk about... Like, do you want to end our discussion today with Smash Bros, or do you want to talk about Dream Games last? I think end with Smash Bros. I I think, honestly, Dream Games at this point, I don't even think that's, like, a thing with Nintendo, because Nintendo's so, like, like unpredictable anyway. I think just mention anything as something you'd want to see. I want a new F-Zero game. I know there's no way it's going to happen. It's not happening ever. Bring it back. Come on, Nintendo, don't be dicks. The producer of F-Zero GX, the guy that worked at Sega that made F-Zero GX, said he would want to make another game. The thing is, though, they, they Nintendo is weird because they want to have like some kind of new way of driving or do something crazy with the gameplay and stuff. Just, you don't, don't need it. Just make another one. It's Their new idea of how like Star Fox would work with Star Fox Zero arguably made that game... like. Like that, enough, it ruined that game for a lot of people. I think there's a difference, though. Like, I really just do think with F Zero, like I, I can appreciate people want an F Zero game, but racing games just don't do well anymore unless their name is Mario Kart or Forza. So I just really don't think F Zero has an audience, and I just, I feel like they, it would be better to. T- I think the F Zero IP should continue in some way, but I think it shouldn't be a racing game. I think it should be something else. Like, I really think it should... Runs around either, everyone? Well, either <laughs> transition F-Zero into... Beat like, beat him up would be yeah, either transition into, like... I mean, wasn't... Isn't Captain Falcon supposed to be a bounty hunter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean, is I think either transition it into, like, an adventure game, or transition it into, like, a hybrid, like, like a Star Fox, where, like, it's not about racing, it's about using a vehicle to, like... Or Grand Theft Auto kind of, like, game. <laughs> Grand cool. Remember that idea of Grand Theft yeah, Wario? Be really funny. <laughs> I still want Grand Theft Wario. I still want to play as Wario and Waluigi and beat up toads and steal things yeah. and like. Waluigi needs his own game. And no one would be set. It'd be set in New Donk City. Yeah, exactly. New Donk City didn't exist when we 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 conceptualized Grand Theft Wario. Yeah, I on the other the other thing I just jotted down here is like, I really want. A sequel or a re like a re-release of Kid Icarus Uprising, but Sakurai kind of alluded to the fact that they like it's probably not going to happen. So it was years ago though, and I think at this point, if it is coming, it's not coming from Sakurai, so it could happen. It just won't be Sakurai doing it. Oh, and also like the Microsoft Nintendo, if they come to an agreement for something, it'd be amazing to see like Rare Replay or uh, Master Chief Collection ported to Switch. If, or even, like, do Rare Replay, but the Nintendo version of Rare Replay. So you don't put the stuff that didn't release on Nintendo platforms on the Switch version of Rare Replay. But instead, you would put stuff like Star Fox Adventures, Diddy Kong Racing, the Donkey Kong Countries, and Donkey Kong 64. I think that would be really cool. 
they did that. That would just be a way better rare replay. Yeah, because then you wouldn't have stuff rare like replay uh, with actual games. Grab by the ghoulies and and. Uh, I think that's. I think that's definitely a dream. Like I don't think that's gonna happen, yeah. but that would be nice. Hey, but Mateo, I just really, you you wouldn't have your favorite game of all time, nuts and bolts. Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts once again is a. I actually, I don't think we've said it in the Never. podcast. Let actually. me say it because that was my line. Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts is not a bad game. It's a bad Banjo Kazooie game. Before we go into Smash, we also have not talked about Breath of the Wild two. I thought we, yeah, did. we did. I said like I think the game's gonna get like a a blowout like trailer that they did like similar to E three. See, all I want is like, of course, I want a trailer. All I want is a title. I want to know. I, I want to start sure. calling it Breath of the Wild too. For sure, you're gonna get a title. We better get a title, for sure. and I really hope. I really hope it doesn't end. As much as I've been referring to it as Breath of the Shadows, I've thought about it. And I'm like, no, it's gotta be something different. I don't want it to be Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Something, or something of the Wild. Like, I want it to be something completely different. Like, I want it to just be like the same way Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time are like completely different titles. Like, yeah, I want it to be that way. And honestly. I watched that trailer again. I haven't really watched it in probably over a year. But I watch again, and that thing is that trailer is very terrifying for a Zelda trailer. And I'm very excited to see the the tone and what they do. Are gonna have a shitty time so, mechanic again? I think eventually, <laughs> like once the game comes out, and we've played it, and we've we understand like everything about it, and we go back to watch that trailer. That trailer to me, it's gonna be like, dang. They showed so much in that trailer, and like we had no idea what the stuff was. And now looking back on it, like they, Nintendo, they they put all these things in there that now make sense. Like I, yeah. I haven't had it. There hasn't been a trailer like that in a really long time. And I think Breath of the Wild 2's trailer is going to be one of those. You know, you see what we assume is like Ganondorf's body and like this hand thing and like the the light so nice world zelda could be playable they're underground like all these things that could amount to, to major things that happen in the game all of which are in this trailer that released two years ago at this point watch there be like some really small detail in that that everyone is missing and then just be like holy cow how do we how we didn't see this kind of like how the xbox is hiding in phil spencer's room actually i just thought of something Let's push the smash bro stuff down just a little bit I just want a yes or no for from you guys. What do you think? Will these games show up? And I don't think we need to really elaborate much. If you can, if you want, there's Bayonetta three. Huh, no. Will Bayonetta three be no. there? Yes. yes, it has to be. It has to be. It's been like three years. Please. Jules not, says I, yes. It's not going to be there. Gino says no. I say no. Just for the lols. What about happening. Riley? So I was rewatching the uh, the Breath of the Wild two trailer. Yeah. Do you think uh, Bayonetta three will be at uh, the in the the direct? Um, has that been officially announced? It's been announced. Yeah, that was no. announced. Well, Bayonetta three was officially announced like three years ago. But do you think there's gonna have a new trailer? Jules, I, I think you're on board with me too. Where the hell is Silk Song? That I believe they confirmed they're not showing it at E three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, have they? They got. I think the uh, last week or the week before, or the time now. recording this. Will we get a tease of Metroid Prime Four? No, I'm adamant about this one. No, especially Jules if there's another going. Metroid game. Absolutely, Gino, what do you think? I don't think so. I'm gonna say yes, but it's the most. It'll be the most teasery of teases, the smallest crumb that they could possibly give us. Maybe just a model of Samus 
like the model of Samus, and that's it. Not even a, a subtitle or anything. Just like, hey, don't rem- we haven't forgotten about this? Yeah, we're Metroid, Pri- Metroid Prime Four. Retro's making it. Don't worry, it's still on track or whatever. That's it. I can actually see them at least maybe even dropping a small teaser or trailer if what they make the other Metroid game they make is just a like a recollection of the 2Ds or just a remaster of one of them. I think it depends on how big the project they were doing well, was. It's going to be separate teams working on these games, right? Like Retro's it, it'll be a separate team. So, but it's also the 35th anniversary of Metroid this year, right? And no so, one's talked about it. And like Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo doesn't care. Nintendo doesn't care, but maybe they do maybe care. They do. They care about us, maybe. Can you really call something the 35th anniversary when those series very rarely get releases? Like, I understand yeah. for series like Mario and Pokemon and Zelda that get typically annual releases, but is 35 years really a milestone for a game like Metroid or Kid Icarus, which get games once every, like, three or four or five they... years? Like, I don't Kid think... Kid Icarus gets, like, one game every... Hey, Pit is more every, of a Smash like, 15 years. Pit has more appearances in Smash than his own, ty- his own series. Samus is getting up there. Yeah. Also, I mean, so yeah. so does Ness. Was, yeah, Captain Falcon is exclusively Marvel. a fighting game character with a racing spinoff. But um, I will say about Metroid Four, just as like a last thing, the reason I'm very adamant that they won't show something is because the way that I believe Nintendo operates is that they give a tease and then they don't talk about the game again. They don't show the game again until they're ready to completely unveil it. And the reason I don't think Metroid Prime 4 will be shown is because I know you're saying they'll give us a breadcrumb, they'll give us something. They've already given us that. When they told us Metroid Prime 4 was coming, that was our breadcrumb. We are not getting another breadcrumb until the whole piece of bread is ready. Until the whole the toast is done in the oven. And Reggie has said that before. Other people in Nintendo have said that before, especially about Metroid Prime 4. They've said, like, we are not ready to show off Metroid Prime 4 until we have something to actually impress you with. And so I don't think there's a reason to show off Metroid Prime 4, like a teaser. There's no reason. Until they can show us gameplay, I don't think there's a reason. We know it's coming. What's the point of showing us another breadcrumb? Because it could be, it could be the exception to that rule that Nintendo has, because they've already, they've already done it so. and they've messed up. I don't think they will personally, but if they do, I'll be happy with whatever they exactly. Show. See, I like yeah. those types of so, like those types of announcements. Like for instance, like when Fallout, when Bethesda first announced Fallout Four, I was like, oh, here's all this amazing stuff. Oh yeah, by the way, it's coming out in three months. Yeah, I like that better too. I like you when don't they have to wait too long. I I don't. Yeah, I like. I don't mind when they say like something's in development, but it's far away. But I, I do think like once they start like, te- like I don't like the Microsoft approach of here's an Ori trailer and giving us an Ori trailer every year for three years and me having to sit there and be like, when's it coming? Because that's more torturous. Like I'd rather not get the trailer for Metroid and just not have it on my horizon until it's actually like on the horizon. Yes, Jules, you need to get onto Horizon. Right? It's a good game. Maybe one day. I'm on Horizon actually. In Mass Effect 2, that's the planet I'm on. Oh yeah, that, now I remember. I remember a game that did that that was a little annoying. It was Phantom Pain debuted a trailer like three years. Like, do you remember that, Jules? When it was didn't even have the MGS title, it was just Phantom <laughs> yeah. Pain. We didn't know it was, we didn't know it was a Met, uh, uh, MGS game. And we also saw thought Ground Zeroes was an I mean, actual it was game. Very heavily hit yeah. that. Anyway, you yeah. want to know what game Snake is also Good in? Times. Smash. With a fantastic. Yeah. Ground Zeroes reference, but that's all right. Um, 
can I just say before we get into Smash characters, um, just for our listeners, Sakurai has now officially confirmed. Stop listening to rumors. Stop listening to leaks. There's only two characters left, and when those two characters are left, I'm done. Like, there's nothing after the two characters. That's it. Sakurai wants He's to make Kirby a right too. Exactly. So. so there's also... Also, he said the two characters are coming this year. Now, this is a yes or no question I want to ask before we get into predictions. Do you think we are getting both characters announced at E3, or do you think we're only getting one? Mateo. Before he said this, before he came out and said all this stuff, I would say for sure, yes, we're going to get two. But they might want to make the final character a really big deal on its own. So right now, I'm actually leaning towards one. Bino. I think we're only going to get one just to prolong the hype, and Mr. Sakurai is going to do something really, really special. Riley. I also am on of the opinion that we'll only get one. Unless it's another like duo yeah. character. Um, and I'm, I'm of that opinion opinion as well i don't think they would end the smash hype here you yeah. know like i i feel like they they will end it later and like smash bros is going to be the type of thing it's going to either start the direct or it's going to end the direct i think like as, as it's as it's tradition I, yeah i i almost feel like at this point where it is because it's like it's like since it's been like what are, are we three years since it released? Two years? I don't think it will end. I, I genuinely don't think they would end E3 with a Smash trailer because they haven't. Like even when Banjo happened, they didn't end it with, and that was in the that was in the first Fighter Pass, right? So I, I do think they will end with either like a big announcement on the level of like Breath of the Wild two that's like a shock, or just end with like a big game like Breath of the Wild 2, like, showcasing it. And I, I, I think it's more likely that they'll just open with Smash. But it could also be tied to, like, it also depends. Because, like, if it's a particular character, they might time the announcement alongside when they're talking about, like, that character's game, right? Like, if it's a... Well, if it's a first-party character, that's the thing. Like, even I feel if it's like a third-party, right? I, but I there... think if it's, if it's a third-party character, I think that's when it would probably be at the beginning. Generally, first-party characters won't generate as many headlines and hype as a big hey, like third party Waluigi is generating exception. Waluigi, Waluigi is the exception. But like just say but just say if the character for example is they announce a three D Kirby game and Bandana Waddle D is the 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 character. You know how yeah, disappointing that would be if that's like the big reveal like if that's like a thing you end they end on like how they ended like Banjo or like so, or like a, if it's a Pokemon character or something like that, where like most, yeah. or, God forbid, a Fire Emblem character, where most people just don't care, <laughs> and right? they won't. I don't think they would end with it, and that's why I'm saying like I could see it. Or not even coming beginning, the honestly, like if they even start with that, like, it's going to generate hype no matter who the character is. But un- uh, until the moment they show the character, that's when things are either going to skyrocket or plummet. Like the hype, that's, that's what the hype is going to happen to the hype. And that's what I'm saying is I think it might not come at the beginning or the end if it's something like yeah. Bandana Waddle Dee, because then it could come with, like, during the Kirby segment. But I think we should just talk about who we, who think, we think it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about who we want it to be. We've talked on the podcast so many times about who we individually want. I think at this point, who are you predicting? Who is your guess? Who Who are you banking on? Like I want to say Master Chief. Because I think that that would be insanely massive. Let's be real. If the pandemic didn't happen, 
and last year E3 happened, Steve was going to be the big E3 reveal character. So like if Master Chief gets shown this year, that means it would, in a way it'd be like three Microsoft three characters in Microsoft, a row, yeah. right? And we know Microsoft and Nintendo they collaborate like they're collaborating frequently now, and Phil Spencer could be teasing more to come. There isn't really a character in Smash Bros that represents the the first person shooter genre. Master Chief is probably the most iconic the first person shooter genre. Like he's also Microsoft's or Xbox's mascot, basically, right? He'd be an insane insanely popular character that would generate everything you want. Like he might be honestly, it'd be arguably the biggest character that they added as DLC in the game. Master Chief has died. Like I'm a I'm a banjo fan and I'm saying that, but uh but I still think it's going to be Crash. I really think it's going to be Crash. Just there's a lot of things that could be hinting towards it, and it just seems a, it's a little more realistic in the from like it's it seems like it's a better fit. Crash fits the the already existing characters in Smash Bros. I cannot like I, I, I that trailer like the, can you just imagine having the friggin' guy in the Crash Bandicoot like costume? Bummer boy. Because like the very the very first Smash Bros. trait like the very first Super Smash Bros. commercial was like Mario, Yoshi, DK, and Kirby skipping down the flower field, and then imagine you could just have like Crash Bandicoot guy coming out with the megaphone like trips them in the when they're skipping in the flowers, and then like that's Crash Bandicoot coming in in the trailer. Like that would be amazing if they were there. But like his move set potential is great. Like if Master Chief got added, might not be the truest move set that Master Chief could have because, you know, ratings and stuff, it might be a problem, it might be a factor, but, like, Crash Vandicoot's voice actor and Neo Cortex's voice actor were actually teasing something on Twitter and, and like, people are, are really, like, speculating it could be Smash Bros because they're being very coy and it could be, like, them recording the, uh, the audio, but, like I said, like, I just, I just seem like there's other things that like Crash Bandicoot's document, like that plan that could may or may not be real. I just think, and also like he is a he is an iconic character. Like Crash Bandicoot fits, like I said before, he fits with Mario, he fits with Sonic, he fits with Banjo. Like he is would be he honestly would be like the unofficial PlayStation representative because I just still don't think there's a chance there could be a a, a PlayStation character in Smash. So like for me. I always thought the unofficial PlayStation representative was Cloud. Yeah, but, but I th- I feel like Crash or Joker. Yeah, but I still think Crash would be bigger. I feel like I think more people would associate Crash with with Sony because he was basically the mascot for the PS1 era. I don't know, but I still think it's I still think it's Crash. He wasn't even in PS All Stars Battle Royale. Smash Bros Ultimate is PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. <laughs> Nintendo did it better. Um, but anyways, what do you okay. guys think? I'm I I can see that. Yeah, I would really like to have Crash, and he wouldn't really be a PlayStation rep. They're like Activision needs something in there. That's why I said unofficial. Yeah. Like right? active, and like that would give Activision a lot of like really good PR and stuff too. Like Crash is big right now again for the first time in a while. So Crash is relevant. This would be great. But Gina, do you have like your own? Like, do you have a character that you? You're you think would it, it would be or was that just like adding uh, on to that what was I just said? Adding on to what you were saying, I I really don't have yeah. anything too much to add on my own. 
I kind of took two characters. I feel bad. No, but... it's okay. I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna really talk too much about Smash or anything either. I'm glad you did it, Mateo, because like this is a game that you're a lot more passionate about than I am. Because like I'm just like okay, Roy's, Roy's my boy. And I just use Roy, and that's it. I don't even use Bubble Ness anymore, and I'm I'm really sad that I don't. But like, you guys are way better at me in Smash, and I've kind of just accepted that I will not be good and I will not be winning. So I just I don't really try anymore. I mean, the the best, you, the, the most you aim for is not last, right? Yeah, exactly. If I'm not last, I'm happy. I'm not leaning any way with who I think it is. I'm genuinely at the point where I don't think it's Crash. I'll tell you that much. Like, I, I, I think we're going to be surprised. I'm leaning toward a Capcom rep. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that it might be Capcom, but I also am worried if it is Capcom to be... It's obviously not going to be. Yeah, from Mega Man, I, I so. can't see it being from Mega Man. I, like, I'm leaning toward a Capcom rep, and who I think is most likely as a Capcom rep is like it the does begin with is probably Dante. Although I would really like to see, and I know it's not really like a super popular character. Like it is a popular character. Mind you, this is a very popular character because this game has been remastered on everything and it sells on everything and Capcom still makes merch. Oh, I know who you But I would about. love to see a Matarasu in the game. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Okami has generated so many sales and like they still sell they still sell so much. So much. I don't think there's a Resi rep just because they've already done spirits from Resi. Mm-hmm. Um and they did that post-launch, so I feel like whenever they add spirits, I feel like they're saying these characters aren't coming in. And then the other thing I've read, too, that a lot of people have pointed out about Resi characters is, unfortunately, the characters aren't very, like, compelling. Like, they're not very unique or fun. Like, what makes them unique and fun is the fact that they're killing undead things. And if you take them out of that world and you just have them shoot at regular people, it really just, like, takes their individuality out of the game. I disagree i think their personality stems a lot from the terrible voice acting fair enough um and also chris redfield being able to punch yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna say the general umbrella of like i could see a capcom rep but i'm not gonna say who i necessarily think it is because it could be monster hunter it could be uh devil may cry it could be okami beautiful joe that could be cool Beautiful Joe would be sick, but there would be uh, there's absolutely no way Beautiful Joe gets in Smash Bros. It could be, it could be what hey, my hey, why is why is no one talking about? It could Sir be Arthur? my my roommate's most wanted character, um, Morgan from Darkstalkers. Although I think that's incredibly unlikely. Yeah, I I do not I don't think Nintendo wants to to uh, to go down that road. To be to be to that's be honest, that's dead or alive territory. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, Riley, right. did you did you have a uh, character that you would like? An actual realistic prediction? No, because every time I try to do that, they come out with some character out of left field that I hate, and I'm always disappointed. So, I'm not, not even well, gonna try this. In time. that case, then uh, if no one else has anything, I think that's a another really solid prediction episode. I really enjoyed our discussion that we had. Yeah, this was a fun one. Um. So they're always thank- fun. As always, I won't want Luigi. Wow. So, uh, anyways, uh, and actually, I think let's start with this. 
uh, we'll st we'll, we're going to change the spiel up a bit because we just finished with Smash Bros. So anyways, if you want Gino and Smash Bros, please do not subscribe and, and do not partake in any discussion because I would you were say wrong. If, if you wanted Gino, if you contribute to this problem and Sakurai appeases you at this year's E3, if Gino pops up onto my screen, I will personally make it my life's decision to like abandon my career and become a Geno supporter hunter when the end times come in the, the days of the apocalypse. Hey, hey if, I'm, the, I'm, if Gino appears in you. anything outside Smash Bros, I'm okay with it. But for the the discussion of Smash Bros, I'm sorry, absolutely not. But I mean, I'll t hey, this might be sacrilege, but I'll take Geno being in there if it also means if he no, puts well. No, I wouldn't even give well. him that I'll satisfaction. If Geno's in the game, Waluigi is ruined. It has to be a it has to be a battle, Riley. Only one can survive. Anyways, so uh, thank you for listening once again to our another uh, Hub World podcast. This will be not a numbered podcast. This is going to be part of our e ongoing E three playlist. So um, we will be doing live reactions to the E three shows. We will definitely be doing one for Nintendo when we actually there. I forgot to mention that there's going to be a Nintendo Treehouse uh, portion after the direct uh, concludes. So I'm I for sure will be there, but so I'll probably if anyone else is going to join, that they'll be more than welcome. Uh, so uh, like the video, subscribe, listen to us on Spotify. We're available there. Um, we uh, really appreciate you guys listening, and we're looking we're really looking forward to to uh, growing the channel and talking about E3. E3 is the time of the year that we all wait for, yeah. so. Can I can I can I be do that obligatory YouTube thing like hey can we try to get like ten likes on this video? Uh, it would it would really it would really mean a lot. I I think we can do it easily. Like, anyways, thank you again for listening. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. Get hype for E3. Get hype for Nintendo. Let's go.